This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning and welcome to Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Along with leadership coach Steve Wexler, I'm Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. And it's great to, to have you with us today. Our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studio in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I don't know if people can tell, but this is kind of a special edition of Hired. Daphne Ursu, my friend, my teammate, our senior director of HR, is moving on to new chapters in her career. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this show with I Daphne by my side. You will be fine. And can I just say, I know we've talked about this a number of times, this experience and especially this experience with you and Chris has meant the world to me and will continue to mean the world to me. Um, I've learned so much from the opportunity to even create content, right? right? So as we're talking about things on a on a weekly basis, you know, I'm coming up with that topic and I'm saying, hey, here's the things that I think are applicable to employers, applicable to folks who are looking for a job right now. Right. Let's talk about these things, right? Yes, we want to give employers an opportunity and our um, our own team an opportunity to talk about, you know, what what's open you know what's open in their in their um, departments and in their um, teams but really what are the things that are really moving and shaking in the employment world well it's been amazing because I mean Daphne's obviously an HR professional but this is a little different this comes with studio and being on the air yeah. and, and all the rest so anyway yeah. this is our final show together yes. but uh, hired will go on somehow without, uh, without it will you. go on but I, I loved being a part of it. It'll go on, but this also will go on to well, our friendship. Well, you've so. added uh, uh, so much to, to what I do and to what we do and hopefully yeah. to what our fans uh, enjoy as well. Yes. On today's show, we will continue our discussion about fearless speaking, how to make sure that we are always making a great impression. Plus, we'll head out to GKB's original market. We're going to Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. We are going to talk to Amy Brandt about a new position as we look for a production director for the Beaver Dam operations. And just know that all of that and more is next on Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show here on the GKB Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands radio network here every weekend to talk about culture and business and opportunity and recruitment. And Daphne, we have a new position to talk about today, this one in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. I love it. Our flagship, right? Yes, our flagship. <laughs> we have to talk Where about Where it all that. began, right? Yes, absolutely. We are talking to Amy Brandt on Hired today. As you know, we are in markets large, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and smaller, Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. It's uh, <laughs> GKB's original market, and Amy is our content manager at Good Karma Brands Beaver Dam. And Amy, you will be soon adding to your team. Um, so yeah. are you able to tell us a little bit more about this excellent opportunity at the Beaver Dam office? Absolutely, and it is an excellent opportunity, Daphne. Uh, we are currently um, looking for 
our next production manager. And this is an exciting opportunity because so much of what we do um, on the air, um, impacting the community, messages for our partners, um, is in the hands of this talented production manager, um, whether it's working on imaging for our stations, you know, those things that you hear like, whoa, that's what I'm listening to, 95.3 WBEV, um, you know, those connections that we have, and, and also the messages that we put together for our partners. Um, you know, we, we want to grow what we do as, as a, a broadcast company, as a, a content company. We also want to grow our partners' businesses for them. So, you know, when it comes to writing those commercials and putting together a, a piece of creative, a commercial, a promo that, whoa, like somebody hears that and they're like, okay, like that resonated. I want to hear that again. Um, that creative is so much at the heart of what we do. So, you know, writing creative, putting, you know, creative together for those commercials, um, imaging pieces for not just 95.3 WBEV, but also our sister station, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam, and, you know, working with our team. We use that word team a lot throughout Good Karma Brands because it re- that is at the heart, so much of, of what we do. Um, so, you know, looking for an individual that can really enjoy working as a team and contributing in not just the creative way and what they're focusing on for commercial production, for um, you know station imaging, but what someone else might need, um, you know, in a in another area. Maybe it's a marketing consultant who's looking for a big idea for for a campaign, or our you know promotions director needs help with with something, looking for a true true team player um, who who also might like to ham it up a little bit on the air. So, you know, in addition to, um, you know, being creative and putting together commercials and imaging, um, let's open up the microphone and get on the air and talk about what's happening. I don't know why you when know, you said ham it up, Daphne looked at me, but anyway, never mind. <laughs> I can say why. Do you want me to say why? I've never used that expression before, but it's all about having fun. It is. It's awesome. And you know, Amy, as I hear this opportunity, I mean, I just think it's great. I'd love for you to just say, um, if you could, just a little bit about your management style and how you want to impact this individual and help them grow. Um, Because if someone's listening to this, they're thinking, oh, my goodness, that is great. I'm going to learn all those things. But as you know, who you report to makes a huge difference in your success. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, it makes it makes all the difference in in someone's success. And, um, you know, I'm I like to listen and and I want to make sure that that people are enjoying enjoying what they're doing um, and and feeling that they're having their voices heard. We all have something to contribute and and we're stronger as a team when we allow people to make those those contribu- contributions. Anyone can have a great idea and so I am all about being an active listener and doing my best to be aware of each teammate's individual needs and strengths because I take it to heart. It's a big part of of what I do as a manager to to bring out the best in those teammates Mm -hmm. and 
and I really think that starts with being an active listener. That's really awesome. Yeah. I mean, Beaver Dam is such a unique place. I mean, we're going to wrap it up here, Amy, but I mean, this is a market where, you know, we try to be famous for being local everywhere right. we go, right. but in Beaver yeah. Dam, this yes. is like the definition. Local. Yes, the connection. I was there Hyper one day. local, maybe? Right? I was there one day, uh-huh. and <laughs> yeah. a listener came by uh-huh. the station, mm-hmm. knocked on the door to ask what the forecast was. And I thought, <laughs> okay, that's the best. Was isn't that, that amazing? I thought, wait, you know, we announced this on the air. You can right. wait till we, and they were like, well, no, that's the WBEV station in my town. I'll go find out from those guys and what also, the forecast is. if you even think about it, right. smartphones, I mean, this person yes. knocked on the door, right, to say, you tell me what's going yeah, on. Yeah, is it going to rain? Damn, right? What should I wear? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. No, but it really is. It's a special place. It's right. where Good Karma Brands uh, began its right. journey. Absolutely. And is still, as Amy says, very robust and very active. How do we find out more, Amy, about the production director position in Beaver Dam that you're recruiting for? All right, the go-to place for all of that information is goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much, Amy. We really appreciate that. And just um, so others are aware is that this opportunity is posted on that website as well as other opportunities within GKB. So that's www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. ton of fun to join the team in Beaver Dam. Amy, thank you for spending time with us on Hired Today. It was great having you on the show. Thanks, Amy. Oh, thank you. Appreciate your time. Take care. You bet. Amy Brandt, our content manager at Good Good Karma Brands, Beaver Dam. So next up, last week we talked a little bit, Daphne, about fearless speaking and like the confidence and the showmanship and and all the rest. And we have a few more thoughts and a few more tips on that topic. So that is coming up, how to speak without anxiety. I'm so excited about that. So fearless speaking and more, it's coming up next on the GKB Radio Network. You're listening to Hired. The GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired Along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. We're here every weekend talking about culture, business, opportunity, with a special focus on GKB and opportunities in our company uh, in markets large and small. Markets as big as New York City and Los Angeles and Chicago, and as small as Little Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, I where know. we got to talk to Amy Brandt today. I know about uh, a production uh, director position. So, Daphne, I know this is your swan song with the hired show, <laughs> um, but we thought it would be a good opportunity to kind of continue and wrap yes. up a conversation that you and I had last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I agree completely. Just to still talk about. Um, Fearless speaking. Fearless um, speaking. Yes. So, um, as I mentioned before, a book that I read, um, but then also something that I think that you probably use in your coaching um, with with other broadcasters and um, on air on air teammates. Um, and just, I think it's one of those topics that is evergreen, right? I think it's always something that no matter how much you speak, um, no how no matter how much you present, um, no matter how much time you have, you know, on the radio. Um, what have you, it's just important just to kind of be thinking about that and always just trying to learn and really do your best 
as as you can, right? I agree. And something you said last week that I had been reflecting on, you talked about um, it's showtime when you're presenting, yes. right? It's yes. like a performance yes. uh, art. And it got me thinking, and I was going to ask you, you're not just talking about when you're presenting for a group or you're presenting a workshop or a PowerPoint. You were even talking about more personal one-on-one conversation that when I'm interviewing, when I'm talking to my manager, when I'm talking to my team, um, without being insincere or inauthentic, I am performing, aren't I? You are. And, you know, I think I need to dig into that a little bit deeper, but um, from that smaller audience perspective. So, yes, I did talk about it from a bigger audience perspective of a presentation, you know, in front of a group um, and even in front of a a team if you're presenting an idea or if you're um, trying to influence um, a new change within the organization in front of one or two different executives that are in the room and at the table. But, yes, it can even be in that one-on-one as you're talking with your leader or your coach, or even as you're talking to somebody that you collaborate with who just may happen to report to you. Um, it's really thinking about all of those important things. Like number one, you know, what is that audience, mm-hmm. right? What do they need to hear, right? What do, how do I communicate appropriately to them? How do I communicate in a way that, you know, I'm knowledgeable, right? That I'm getting their attention, right? That they hear me. So all of those particular things. Do you things, think that's a mistake? Pre- people make that they may not consider what you just said enough, which is, who am I talking to? Who is my audience so that I can be appropriate with my tone, my my approach and all, and all the rest? Yeah, well, I guess I'm not a fan of the word mistake, but what I will say is I think it's important for people to be thinking about that all the time, right? Uh, and I will tell you there are times that sometimes that I don't think about it and I, I, I forget. I think I'm more so in that theatrical Uh, mine when I'm presenting to a large group, but it is, it does translate. It's just something that can be done in a, in a one-on-one or a smaller, um, environment. But yes, um, I do think that people forget about that, you know, and I, that about, they should be thinking about the audience and what the audience needs out of that conversation. I think we should be thinking about that in every interaction, right? What is the person who's either asking me a question, asking me for advice or whatever, what do they need? What what do they what do I need to make sure that I give them out of that conversation? And how then can I communicate appropriately to do that? Um, and that theatrical piece comes where it's you just being mindful of ensuring that you're giving that to them, right? Um, and then really ensuring that it's like you're communicate effectively, clearly, appropriately, all of the things that we've talked about, um, we talked about last week. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What about deviating from the script? You talked about performance and uh, being on and uh, making sure that your message matches, uh, you know, the, the group and, and all the rest. Um, when you present, do you find yourself tempted to deviate from the script and say, oh, Daphne's got a few things she wants to interject? Or do you think it's a better strategy to sort of stay on plan and stay on course? when you're uh, speaking fearlessly? Um, well, I, I think it depends, um, right? I think it depends on what you're presenting. So if you're presenting data with specific numbers and it's it's very detailed and it's specific, I think it is important to stick to the script, if you will, mm-hmm. as much as possible. Um, but if you are really having a presentation maybe about like coaching or leadership and you're just really passionate about it, you know, I think it's important for you to, Yes, communicate all of the important ideas that you want to communicate, but I say bring life to that conversation, right? Bring your experiences to that conversation. Ask for, you know, tell me about your experience as you're talking to uh-huh. that, the leaders who are in the room. Bring the group in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, bring them in. So I feel like a lot of it depends on, again, the audience because we can't forget that piece, right? But what are we talking about? What are we trying to communicate? Um, and then making sure that you 
go off the script when it is necessary, um, but then also stay on that script when it's really very detailed, um, short on time. Um, you may have some people who you know really stick to the yes. <laughs> stick when to is the this meeting over? Absolutely, but it goes right. back to knowing that audience piece. Yeah. So yeah, I think both of them are okay. You just need to understand when to take the right path. What have you found in this day and age? By the way, we're talking, uh, Daphne and I, about fearless speaking and strategies to, to just be more effective, I guess, sure, right? And more, and more compelling when you're, when you're speaking with groups or with individuals. What has been your experience presenting uh, in a live uh, environment versus, I really think since COVID, many of our meetings uh, take place um, over video yeah, on yeah. Teams or mm-hmm. Zoom or some other uh uh, platform, same strategy, or have you found yourself adjusting your fearless speaking a little bit in a video environment? Well, you know what, I think it is absolutely dif- different, right? It is, because right? you know, obviously, if you're on a video, um, you know, I still think you can bring all the things that I mentioned before, all the energy and all the life. Um, you can also decide whether it's stand script or not, um, but. When you're on video, they're seeing half of you, right? right. Um, and if you're in person and you're having that conversation, it's the full from head to toe that's there. It's all of the movements. It's all the nonverbals. Um, so to me, I think all of them are equally important. Um, but I do think it's important for you when you are in that live environment that you are really cognizant about that you are being watched from head to toe. Right. Um, still staying on message, still staying on point, still knowing your audience and not looking at, you know, holding your hands really tightly as if you're nervous, but really embracing not only the audience, embracing the topic that you're speaking of. I think it, 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 there's a little bit more absolutely when there's a live performance mm-hmm. versus if it's on video. And what's your take on critique and feedback, right? If this is performance, um, actors, singers, right? They get done presenting and then I don't know how many of them go and like read the reviews or <laughs> ask people, what do you think of Daphne's stand-up yeah. routine uh, today? Stand-up um, routine. What's the best way to get feedback that is helpful and constructive uh, when you're done? Should you ask for it? Should you ignore it? Should you seek it out? Um, how do we get better at this? Well, um, I think those are all great questions. Um, I also think if you're performing at, you know, within a work environment, obviously you should hopefully get some feedback from your leader, your your coach to be able to give you that feedback. Um, Because I think any presentation, um, any speech, if you will, any training session, any, any performance, if you will, that you do, I think it's important to gather that feedback. And I would hope that the people that you are um, communicating with will always give you some constructive feedback, right? And I also think it's your, important for you as the speaker to understand, okay, is this constructive feedback? Is this feedback that right. I really should take at heart, right? You know, if the feedback is, I didn't like your purple skirt, I mean, obviously, you yeah, know. Not much you could do about that. That's what well, I chose to wear. And, but that's a choice. By the way, I look and, amazing in a purple <laughs> skirt, but that's a different show. A it is different. a different show. Yes. Um, but, you know, so I think it's important. I, I, Well, one, I think feedback is great. I think all feedback is good, right? I also think that when you get feedback, you really need to sift through that feedback and think, how can I use this feedback to better what I'm doing moving forward, Mm. right? Um, And get some clarification on that feedback. So if that feedback is you talk too fast, which I've told you before, that's one of the things that I've heard. And Mm -hmm. so I'm mindful of that, right? So talk a little bit slower to ensure that I'm heard. If there's a time where, you know, get a little nervous um, and talk a little bit faster and that feedback is definitely on that presentation, you talked a little bit too fast. I know that that is historically some feedback that I've gotten Uh, in the past. So it fits. It makes sense. It does. It does. Um, But if you're 
given new feedback. Um, and even if you don't always agree with that feedback, to me, I still think feedback is feedback. And just ask some questions and say, you know, what would you like to see moving forward, right? So I, I think feedback has value um, and it should be accepted. It should be constructive. And you should consider that before you then engage in another presentation or a training or a discussion. I'm with you on that. I, I do think at times we're so eager for feedback that we might fall victim to accepting all of it. Mm -hmm. And then if you're not careful, you're trying to please all these voices, all the critics, you right. know, be faster, be funnier, stand up, sit right. down, walk mm -hmm. around. Um, I mean, at some point you have to consider that feedback. And then I think process it and say, well, what, what makes sense for me, for Daphne or for Wex or yeah. for Chris or, or whatever, right? Because if you listen to all the critics, you can end up diluting your own uh, product. And I, I also think we're our own worst critics. You know, um, I think back to a training that I did um, recently um, on, on diversity. And so when I was done with the training, um, you know, when you, you know, when you did a really good job, right? Yeah, or you, you know, it, when right? you, yeah, you know, yeah. when you could have done better. Yeah. Um, and so when I was done with that training, I didn't reach out for feedback. You know, I usually don't unless it's a presentation where part of the survey, you know what I mean? Sure. You know, people are going to do some surveys and get that back to you as a presenter. All that stuff is different. But you can have that conversation with your leader, or your coach or your manager to say, hey, you know, any thoughts on how I can make that presentation better moving forward? Um, I didn't do that in that particular situation because I got feedback before I was able to ask for it, which ah, is great. Critical you know, feedback other, or, or more um, uh, just, positive feedback? It was positive feedback, yeah. so I got that from, from a number of teammates on that. But that's great. Um, but I still feel like feedback is valuable. Um, and if it isn't given to you and you feel as if you could benefit from that feedback, mm. I feel that you should ask for that feedback from a trusted individual uh, who can really give you good feedback. As usual, great advice. Thank you. Great insight. <laughs> Thank More Thank of you. Hired is coming up just around the corner. This is the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. This is Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right, yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year, I think so. Yeah, yeah. At the She's end of coming back. I know a returning guest. Do you she know what that means? Us. Well, oh, you don't think I should go that far? <laughs> let's not go. Let's just make this something. She probably likes she us. She might doesn't like he? us. Yeah. Well, we are thrilled to welcome back to hired Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager. Correct. Correct. Okay, <laughs> at City here, in Milwaukee, and Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. Yeah. I'm super happy to be here again. Great, You're all kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time, um, but we want to hear about City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, mm -hmm. um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they, you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? 
Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with an everlasting impact on our students. Mm -hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks, you know, who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where city year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill, pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them, um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year. Maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third <laughs> in December. I started December of 2021. So. Right. Well, and Daphne, so. I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? <laughs> right. It's okay. How, I was going to dig into that. <laughs> and your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, and then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine, and I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So. Then I just transitioned into this role because I felt like more people should know about City Year. And mm. I hadn't only heard about it because I was in a similar organization. And so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know, business culture and what it's like to work in different places. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network, and our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th, but the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, but it is up until about May, um, again, 17 to 25. It is given with a um, 
1100 bi-weekly stipend and at the end of your service upon completion of service you're given the Siegel Education Award which is $4,826.50 and that is just for that mid-year position um, but you know free bus pass access to free dental and health insurance wow. um, as well as a two-week winter break um, nine days of time planned off and so many more benefits we'll be right back with more hired the GKB recruitment show Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package. What kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Yusel? Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes and so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED oh. equivalent and for the first two to three weeks of service our core members are trained we have externals come from the community um, people are in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information even from national resources um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to? Or yeah. Go to? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So say that again, life after City, city year, year. Okay. yes Lacey. so right. yeah lacy and so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step that we're not just leaving our core members hanging we're connecting them with other organizations in the community giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state and we even share you know we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come. And you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just but, slightly outside. I just, I just missed. Yes. Just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately, hopefully, get uh, chosen? <laughs> 
Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that, sits in Kansas City, for example. Mm. Um, so that's why, like, that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, um, and then f- moving on um, because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up to- with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. <laughs> um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is City Year. Dot org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. City Year Milwaukee as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Isel. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested, what advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three. Or, right. Or, right. Or, right. Or, right. <laughs> I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah, I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things changed. And there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I do. I love that. Some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up, right? Yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, Can you repeat well. the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I mean, Yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also, I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. Really? Yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities, right? Yeah, so I love change. that too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isel. Isel, great Thank to see you, you again. Yes, so yes, should we yes. schedule this for next year? Right? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Put it on my <laughs> awesome. Always great to see you. Thank you again for Thank everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, 
Steve Wexler. Well, Daphne, thank you, as usual, for all the advice. By the way, not only on today's show, but for all the many weeks that we've done this show together, which, I don't know, has this show been on the air now for 20 years, 30 years? I've, I've oh, look, no, wait, now you're dating me, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay, I'd how say long not we've been that. doing the show. About a year. I think it's probably um, been just a little over a year. I want to say that we started it like fall of 2022. That sounds so, right. So, a yeah. little bit over a year. So, I'd well, say Well, it's been a pleasure. And show. thank you again for thank everything you've brought you. to the show and to thank our you. audience every weekend. Yeah, thank you. I've learned a lot. Um, I think I've given a lot. I've left it all on the table. You have coached me in a way that I. I just, I can't thank you enough, so thank you. Um, well, we so. talk about GKB being a team sport, and absolutely. I kind of feel like this show we've been doing every weekend is An a good example. Absolute team sport. So um, between you and I um, and Chris and Reese and everyone has, who has helped us. So, awesome. Um, well, good know, luck, of course, and please don't be a stranger. I will not. You know, just a great discussion really today, Wex. And I just want to say for our studio producer, Chris Larson, show producer, Reese Seberg, and for our leadership coach, Steve Wexler, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for joining us on Hired on the GKB Radio Network. Good luck, Daphne Ursu.